I think that a lot of people look at innovation and they, they look at just incremental pieces and that's the safe place to be. And everybody plays it so safe. But if you're in the other team, why don't you go for it? What is up futurists? Michael Zakond here. We're going back to back. I am the founder and creator of Our Future, the business podcast for young people where you, the listener, will get exclusive industry insights and career advice from the brightest minds in business served up three times a week in short, high energy episodes designed for the leaders of tomorrow. Today, I'm bringing you part two of my conversation with Chris Brandt, Chief Marketing Officer at Chipotle. So let's jump right back into the mix. We are living through a crisis, uh, but it's actually not the first kind of big crisis that's hit Chipotle. 2015, uh, Chipotle did have uh, two bacterial outbreaks and people got sick and the company kind of and took a reputational hit. What do you think the company has learned from uh, you know, going through that? And now it's gone through a second one where when you've been at the company, how can it be ready for the third? Yeah, look, uh, how can it be ready for the third? I mean, I was talking with um, one of the gals. Um, she's one of our VPs of marketing. And I said, you know, we've got to do some contingency planning. So look up all the plagues in the Bible and see what those are. And we'll just try to figure out what our plan will be if those happen. Because, you know, 2020 is kind of like, you know, do not recommend, right? <laughs> you know, um, um, would, you know, do not want to go there again. But uh, I think that, you know, those, those well-publicized troubles, um, you know, food safety was a diligent practice back then. Since then, and that was before my time and most of the management team's time at Chipotle, it's been elevated to an absolute science. So you're exactly right, Michael. What we, what, a lot of people implemented during COVID, we had already been doing. We already had a lot of um, air purifiers in the restaurant. We already were using gloves all of the time and glove protocols. We were already giving people paid sick leave. We were already doing wellness checks in the restaurant. So a lot of people sort of came up. We're really proud that um, in the Ipsos survey that they just did in 2020, we were number one restaurant for food safety in the restaurant space. So you know, I think that a lot of these protocols are here to stay. Our digital business from COVID, you know, we were 20% of our business was digital at the end of December, which was a 100% increase from the end of 2018. Now digital is running like 48% of our business. So think about that, right? Think about that it's gone from 20% of our business to 48% of our business. And so that we think is here to stay, even in regions like the Southeast that are more opened up, um, that digital business is sticking around. So the, the exciting thing for us, if we can keep, you know, 80, 85% of that digital business, and those are proven to be a lot of new users. They're not just existing people who use it more. If we can keep that piece. And when the in-restaurant business starts to come back, wow, Chipotle will be in a really great place. As you said, 48% digital sales, that's crazy. And I'd be very curious to watch, does that number become the vast majority of the transactions that you guys are doing. When I when I read about, you know, Chris Brandt and Forbes or a marketing publication, it's all the good stuff. It's all, you know, how you've been able to set up this multi-million dollar member, you know, 17 uh, million wide, bigger than Monday Night Football loyalty program, and you won on TikTok, and you guys are becoming your own content distribution company. It's all incredible stuff. But what would you say is uh, your your biggest failure as a global brand leader that you could reflect back on? You know, not every not every launch has kind of worked out, you know, and you learn, you know, at the beginning. Um, I think one of the things that's really helped us and put in place as a process to make sure that you're asking the hard questions of 
things before you go all in. So we have a state, we call it a stage gate process where, you know, we're looking at things every step of the way to make sure that they work from a consumer standpoint, from a financial standpoint, and then ultimately from an operation standpoint. And I think if you try to short circuit that, that's where you set yourself up for failure. But I think from my, you know, so there's been a lot of, I, I haven't had any gigantic like problems, but I think there's some things that I would certainly go back. I mean, there's some changes we made to some brands that probably weren't the right thing. We didn't, we maybe short circuited that process a little bit. I think personally that I didn't think big enough early in my career, you know, you, you can't get a result you've never had if you don't do something you've never done. And I think that a lot of people look at innovation and they, they look at just incremental pieces and that's the safe place to be. And, you know, it was interesting, even watching the football games this weekend, I'm like, everybody plays it so safe, right? They're just, there's just play it so safe. And, you know, a lot of punts net 30, 40 yards, but if you're in the other team, why don't you go for it? I mean, what are the, they run the numbers, right? Of going for it on fourth and one, or if you're only going to gain 20 or 30 yards, is it really worth, right? Not, not having that possession. And so I think you get this, you talk yourselves into these little changes or innovation when they're not. And what does the consumer look at? And so I think that when you think bigger, like, um, hey, we're going to radically design something different, you know, and then where, when I was at Taco Bell, we had a big crisis and it put the company on a much better path to growth. You know, Chipotle had a big food safety crisis. Now, all of a sudden, we're one of the safest restaurants to eat in the country, if not the safest. Um, so I think that you've just got to think bigger and always challenge yourself and challenge the, the industry and the convention. And you'll find that if you do that in a concerted way and have a process about that, that you can win. And I just didn't think big enough early in my career. And you didn't, you know, you didn't want big enough change and you didn't try to push for big enough change. And a lot of people are going to say, no, 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 no. But if you want discontinuous results, if you want to drive real growth and you want your stock price to triple, you've got to do things differently than you've done in the past. And I think people are afraid of change because they always think about change as what could go wrong but they never think of what could go right. What if it's a lot better than we have today? And it's human nature just to not want to embrace that change. But I think that the biggest thing is embrace change, try different things, take some risks in your career, you know, um, when you're younger and there's very few fatal risks that you can have, right? You can always pivot to something else, but think bigger, you know, why shouldn't you have that, you know, work with the best, work with the best brands or work on the best brands or work with the best people. I think that, and, and, you know, you got to convince people to do it in the right way and all those things. But think bigger. Um, think just apply all kinds of different. You know, it's 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 helpful to read all kinds of different things about different industries. And I was just having a conversation with, you know, a group today that's kind of talking about the media world. And I said, I don't want to know what's going on with people in the restaurant business. I said, I want to know what other people are doing in other businesses. What are they doing that we can apply? Because that's where you're going to see some of the real innovation and why shouldn't we plan some, you know, we did a collaboration with elf cosmetics. That was huge uh, for Chipotle. And that seems like a weird pairing, but they're all natural and they do things, you know, in a sustainable way. And so does Chipotle. And so that thing blew up and it's like, where do we put our brand in those other places where you don't expect? I think that is the real fun to me. That's what makes your job different. That's what makes your job fun. And that's what leaves you, you know, make a mark, leave a legacy. Early in my career, somebody said, well, what's your legacy going to be when you got off this brand? When I was at, I was at General Mills, is it going to be I made another package change or is it, I, you know, 
I worked on, a, you know, a bunch of little small things, or do I have a chance to make a big impact? And I think that, you know, it's, it's not always going to be the popular thing and it's going to be a little harder, but think big. And I just, I didn't think big enough early in my career. And, um, but I'm glad I fixed that today. Amazing advice. Makes you want to go outside and bang the pavement with a hammer. Seriously. Business for me, beyond the show, I love hearing about, you know, big, bold risks, big, bold uh, initiatives. And it's fantastic. And, you know, I, I like how you mentioned learning about other industries. You know, uh, this podcast is what I'm creating as a hub for young people and honestly, all people to learn about these different industries. And just speaking of, of food, you know, we brought on the CFO of Impossible Foods, Chief Growth Officer Beyond Meat. So, it's been awesome to get that learning as well. And also hear from you. Um, you know, it's it just, it's exciting. It's, 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 uh, it's thrilling to be able to learn. Um, so shameless plug for, for some other guests there. And look, your curiosity is probably your biggest, you know, it's going to be your biggest asset because a lot of innovation is connecting all the little dots together. Right. It's like, you know, I can't remember the guy's name. who started Quicken. He started it because he was watching his wife do all the bills at their table. He's like, there's got to be a better way to do than this, right? At Pizza Hut, they they invented the stuffed crust pizza because they thought, what's what's part of the pizza that's always left over? Well, it's the crust. Well, what if we put cheese in there and then all of a sudden that's the part you eat first, right? So I'm like, it doesn't all have to be gigantic, but it's just connecting, you know, connecting the dots of things um, from other industries and other things. It's like, boy, there's got to be a better way than that. And when you you figure that out, that's that's really cool and it's really fun and it really helps people and you'll get a good reputation. That's for sure. So Chris, to, to round this out, uh, I know you have, you know, uh, your time is extremely valuable. Uh, but what is your piece of career advice to someone going about their career? How should they think? What, what is your piece of advice to them? Yeah, I think um, I would say you, you got to try to figure out what you're good at and what you're good at a little bit better at than most people. Like when I was in engineering, engineering stuff, I was, I could do it. But I wasn't, it wasn't innate. Like a lot, I would see some of my classmates like, man, they really get this math a lot faster than I do. But I was really good at economics. And so I said, hey, I want to pursue this. But I think the thing is find what you're passionate about and find what you're good at. Because I was really passionate about soccer, but I wouldn't, I didn't have the, you know, I wasn't an athletic, an amazing athletic talent. So I'm like, I could have been as passionate as I want, but I'm not going to be a professional soccer player, right? So find what you're passionate about and what you're good at and see where the intersection of those things are and then go do that. Um, or find ways to, hey, I'm passionate about gaming. Well, there's a lot of careers in gaming. Maybe it's not always being a player, but it's doing something else. So if you look at the intersection of what you're passionate about and what you're good at, that's uh, that's a probably a pretty good place to start, you know, and don't be afraid to try anything. I tell my kids, I'm like, if anybody invites you to go do something, try. I don't care if it's tiddly winks to bowling to target shooting to, you know, parkour. Uh, try it. You know, if, if, if you're around somebody who's passionate about doing something they love, it's infectious. And, you know, what, you just might find you like it, too. And all of those experiences are going to add up to some great things for you personally and for your career. So. I would sum it up by find what you're passionate about, find what you're good at, try to find the intersection of those things. Ladies and gentlemen, that was part two of my conversation with Chris Brandt, the CMO of Chipotle. If you didn't get a chance to catch the first half of this combo, make sure to listen to part one, where Chris dove into the company's major victories in esports, TikTok, how they met us young people, where we are. It's definitely a fascinating 
listen. And as always, just want to say it's an absolute pleasure potting with you guys. Thank you so much for taking the time out to listen to our future. I put my heart and soul into it. I'll be dropping more awesome content later this week. Go treat yourself to some Chipotle today. And one request I have of you, if you could please leave our future a review on Apple Podcasts. It helps this show grow and allows us to share more insights with more ambitious young professionals. Stay frosty, everybody. Be with you again soon.